Rest in peace, Cindy Williams. This is It Was a Thing on TV. Punisher, before I change my mind! I give you Super Train. Episode 346, Submission 828, Superdome. Superdome was a made-for-TV movie that aired on ABC the night of January 9th, 1978. Tonight, a world-premiere motion picture on the ABC Monday Night Movie. They came for the glamour and excitement of Super Bowl week. But it wasn't the only game in town. Enjoy. The other two were love and murder. We got 75,000 people in the dome, and we got a psycho on the loose. David Jensen, Donna Mills, Clifton Davis, Van Johnson, Ken Howard, playing the deadliest game of the year at the Superdome. Well, guys, in 1978... The Louisiana Superdome hosted Super Bowl twelve, And this was the showcase for the Louisiana Superdome because it was hosting its first ever Super Bowl. So this was a big deal in the city of New Orleans. And even today, in 2023, the Superdome has been the site of some of the most memorable moments in Super Bowl history. In fact, next week we'll be talking about one of those memorable moments in the history of the Superdome for the Super Bowl. But you know, when you see the Louisiana Superdome, which is now the Caesars Superdome, I've seen it in person. I've seen the outside of it because I went to New Orleans once in 2001. It is a magnificent structure. It is a marvel of American engineering. Yes. And this movie was going to show off that marvel of American engineering. That's right. So, okay. We got this team in this movie called the Cougars. They don't say which city the Cougars are from. Like, if you notice it in the movie, there's nothing about where the Cougars are from. They're just the Cougars. So I'm guessing this is like an alternate universe where they just Give out team names. They don't even give cities. I don't know. Yeah, the Cougars, they're preparing for the Super Bowl. But meanwhile, we have all these subplots going on during this entire week in the lead up to the big game. Which ironically would be on CBS this year, but go on. We have a star-studded cast in this TV movie. I'm looking at the whoever's top-lining the movie, and it is a big name indeed. Yes. David Jansen playing the role of Mike Shelley. Of course, David Jansen, the fugitive himself. Yeah, and we talked about him all the way back in SOS Titanic. So this is the uh, second time we've talked about him. So yeah, Mike Shelley, he's basically like, I guess he's sort of like what? Like a guy in the front office for the team? He's like some sort of manager 
so the, the GM. Yeah, the probably GM. the GM. Something like that. Playing David Jansen's assistant in the movie, a woman by the name of Joyce. Now, guys, I think this is the first time proper in an entry we get to talk about her, but ladies and gentlemen, the ninth most effable woman in the world, Edie Adams. Now, for those of you who don't get this joke, Mike, can you explain what I mean by the ninth most effable woman in the world? Yeah, so uh, a while ago, uh, Gilbert Gottfried, he interviewed I'm going to guess is Edie Adams' son? Yes. And it was brought up in the episode that at some point, like 1959, 1960, 61, that Edie Adams was the ninth most effable woman in the world. That's some list if she was number nine. I wonder who one through eight were. I wish I remember where the list came from. I'd see if it's online. I think it might have been a Playboy magazine or something. That sounds like something Playboy would do back in like the late 50s, early 60s. Playing the role of P.K. Jackson. And now P.K. Jackson, she goes like a former player for the Cougars. Former player for the Cougars and perhaps one of the people who is in on this scheme. There's a scheme afoot. Guy by the name of Clifton Davis. Nowadays, you probably know him best as the good Reverend Ruben on Amen. But he played match game a lot. Oh, playing a guy named Doug Collins. Not the basketball player, Doug Collins. I just want to be clear. It's not the basketball player. It's Peter Haskell. Do you have anything about Peter Haskell? Oh, Peter Haskell is definitely a known entity. He was on shows like Rich Man, Poor Man, Book Two. Uh, he, he was on Bracken's World back in the late 60s, early 70s for 41 episodes. Where some people may recognize him from, however, he was on You Don't Say in 1975, and he was on the receiving end of a clue from a contestant that uh, has made the rounds, let's say, on different uh, types of TV shows. Oh. Have you never seen this? No, I've never seen this. I'm going to put it in here. For $1,000, look at this name. It has the honorific name of Ho Chi Minh City, Saigon. Place. Five clues, want to try it? Yes. Okay. Peter. When I just won this game, I let out some air. He understands. We got it, Peter. I wish you hadn't done that, but uh, continue. Vittorio (laughs) Gatti. This is a place, is it not? Yes. It was an expression of release. <laughs> I, I took... <laughs> We've lost control! Oh, oh my. All right, all right. Oh, okay. you're, still, you're letting out oh, some air. Okay. 
It's a breath. I yeah. let I let out a breath of relief. It was not a breath. It was a sigh. This, this is a place. A place. Sigh. 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 Place. Sigh. Shy. Five sigh. seconds. Sigh. Sigh. A name. Place. A place. Sigh. All right. Sigh. You have five clues. Four clues remaining. And playing Dave Wecky. The long veteran store player for the Cougars. The white shadow himself, Ken Howard. He's playing bangs up from what I understand. Yes. It's a game time decision probably for him to go in the Super Bowl. But it should be noted, I mentioned this came out in January of 78. White shadow would be another 10 months before it went on the air on CBS. Yeah. And this was long before his ex was married to Burt Convy that one time. What's that in reference to? It's not easy. Oh, okay. It's not easy. That's a yep. show that needs to be covered one time. Yeah. Yo, my reaction was when I found out the title was It's Not Easy. That was the show. What's that? To quote Gene Rayburn. Right. Now, playing his long-suffering wife, Nancy, no relation, Susan Howard. Now, Susan Howard would uh, best be known for playing Donna Culver Krebs on Dallas from 1979 to 1987. Yeah, so this would have been after Petrocelli, but before Dallas. Correct. And playing uh, Chip Green, I believe he's some sort of advertising executive. Van Johnson. Yeah, Van Johnson was in a lot of movies from like the 40s and the 50s. He was a a known entity. Yeah, he was a known entity, as we like to say on this podcast. He was in a lot of things. And playing the character of Lainey Wiley, who is kind of the love interest for Mike Shelley in this movie, Donna Mills. Yeah, Lainey Wiley would be the Jersey Chaser. In this film? Oh, yeah. Definitely a rat. Yeah, but of course, this would be way before she moves into Knott's uh, Landing. Yes. Playing the character of Faye Benelli. Oh, Chica. We know this oh. name very well. Yes, we do. Spock's mama, Jane Wyatt. Yes. Best known for playing... Spock's human mother in the original Star Trek movies. Yes. And TV in, series. In the TV series, yes. Well, hold on, hold on. There's one more you guys are forgetting about her, which is even bigger. She was the mother on Father Knows Best. That's right. That's, That's right. right. Yes. I forgot about Father Knows Best. One of the all-time legendary series, Father Knows Best. Playing the star quarterback. Jim McCauley. Oh, yes. The sweet-ass mustache. Coming in like less than two minutes into the movie. So you know this is going to be great. Magnum P.I. himself, Tom Selleck. You can't tell for one second that they didn't base this character off of... um, Joe Willie. Joe Namath. That's what I said, Joe Willie. That's his middle name, silly. Hey, 
I was today years old when I learned this. Okay. Everyone knows it's Joe Willie Naiman. Get it straight. I knew who Greg was talking about. Yes. Yes, and you also know who Nipsey Hussle is. You are well, you is- are a you are a learned character, Mike. No, I didn't know who Nipsey Hussle was. That's what he said. He said that's I, the I joke. Knew Nipsey. Oh my gosh. What playing the character of Tony Sakota, who is like one of the um security guys sent by the league. They don't say it's the NFL in this movie. It's just the league. The league. The league. And he's like, I guess, uncovering this conspiracy, if you may say so. A man who we've talked about many times on this podcast. Michael Pataki. Who, of yep. course, and as I mentioned, was Ivan Drago's handler in Rocky Ford. But you know what I discovered recently about Michael Pataki? He was in the Trouble with Tribbles episode on Star Trek. But you know who else was in the Trouble with Tribbles, guys? Charlie Brill from Silk Stockings. <laughs> really? Yes. And amazingly enough, he reprises the same character in Deep Space Nine. Because remember, they did a sequel episode to that in Deep Space Nine where they went back in time to the original Trouble Tribbles episode. More trouble, more troubles. Well, that was the animated series. But yeah, it's kind of like a sequel where like Tory Brol goes back in time to cause all this madness. So the Deep Space Nine crew is like, oh, no, we got to go back in time too to stop this. And it works really well in continuity with the original episode, if you ever get a chance to see it. Playing Whitley, the trainer for the Cougars. I think we've talked about this man on many podcasts in the past, too. M. Emmett Walsh. He was in damn near everything, wasn't he? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, now playing uh, Sonny, who is, uh, I guess, the main squeeze of Mr. Jackson yeah. Benetta McGee, who is just, oh my god, this real big black exploitation actress in the day. But she was also in, let's say, an episode of Starsky and Hutch, an episode of A Man Called Sloan, an episode of The Wiz Kids, and all the episodes of Helltown with Robert Blake as a preacher who means business. Oh, man. Helltown. That was where it was at, baby. You want to talk about theme songs that are a banger? Oh, Helltown. That theme song is a banger. Yeah. Playing Moses Gordine, legendary NFL player, Officer Hightower himself, Bubba Smith. But okay, Mike, say it. I said Bubba Smith. Say what else he's best known for other than playing for the Baltimore Colts and in Police Academy. Go ahead and say it. In one of the best, if not the best episode of Married with Children ever, he played high school security guard Spare Tire Dixon. And he had an epic, epic battle with Al Bundy. Awesome episode. One of the best, if not the best episode of Married with Children. Whenever it reruns, I always got to see it because it is hilarious. He also played a bookie 
on an episode of Family Matters. His name was Bones. Bones? You know why they call him Bones? Just look at him. I break him. Did he run his little bookie establishment out of the Boom Boom Room? I don't think Sherman Helmsley was anywhere near the episode. Just asking. Okay. Possible. It's possible. Playing uh, George Beldridge is uh, Ed Nelson. He was on Capitol for a while. Yep. He was also in the TV series of Peyton Place. Playing the role of Scott Henderson. Oh, yes. Another legendary football name. Dick Butkus. I mean, come on. The Chicago Bears. And um, he was in uh, My Two Dads. You can't forget yep. about my two dads. And the later seasons of Hangtime, he replaced Reggie Theus's character. That's right, because as we all know, we mentioned Reggie earlier, back in early January, because he was on Just Men. And also, let's never forget, Reggie Theus and a third-round pick were traded from the Sacramento Kings to the Atlanta Hawks, and that third-round pick became Giant Gonzalez. I want the belt. Playing the character of Peter Brooks is uh, Shelly Novak, who was a former wide receiver for the San Diego Chargers. But one of the crazy things is he actually like this was like one of his last film roles because he actually passed away of a heart attack in May of 78 at the young age of 34. So I think IADB loads this is like his next to last role because he was in another TV movie called Love's Dark Ride. And then uh, what's the last role, Chico? Uh, last role is Nick Coretta, played by another former NFL player, Les Josephson, who is actually in Heaven Can Wait and The Six Million Dollar Man. Well, that's nice. Hey, one more name I want to add, playing a sportscaster, and this is a natural role for this person. Oh, yes. Charlie Jones. Yeah, legendary AFL-AFC announcer for NBC. And I think he was actually like the original voice of the Kansas City Chiefs back when they played in Dallas as the Dallas Texans. And who knows, because we're taping this episode like the Friday before the AFC Championship game. So if you're listening to this episode now, maybe the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. Who knows? Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs for making it to the Super Bowl. Okay, well, I guess there's nothing left to do, but uh, let's uh, recap this whole thing. Let's cut to the chase, shall we? In five days, this gigantic Superdome will host football's greatest spectacle, the Super Bowl. But what they won't see is everything that goes into making sure this goes off without a hitch. For example, what they won't see is printing presses. Printing presses. This is what all the hot action is before the Super Bowl. Making the printing presses for the... They're they're printing tickets. Oh, they're printing tickets. Oh, that's terrific. And because it's the Super Bowl, you know there are going to be ornate tickets. This is exactly what I want to see when I'm starting a big epic movie about the Super Bowl. 
for ABC seeing tickets get printed. But oh my god, that's you know, the ticket. That's the ticket. Yeah, that's the ticket. See, I've seen better tickets than this. It's just okay. It's a white ticket with like yellow. It says on top the World Championship game and then it just says Super Bowl. No number, just Super Bowl. Hold on. I've got to see for myself a picture of the actual ticket for the Super Bowl. Yeah, look up the Super Bowl 12 ticket. Oh, look. There's a guy coming out of an airplane like, I've made it. Yeah. I've made it. I'm here. But no, we just get this Dollar Tree version of a Super Bowl ticket. Now that's the actual ticket for the actual Super Bowl. That ticket, I don't know what. It's just ass. Absolute ass. Yes. Okay, the Cougars get off the plane, and there's Bubba Smith. Like, yeah, it's the Super Bowl, baby. Leading a charge of ex-NFL players, actors, and extras. I don't want Einstein out there. I want a bunch of animals. That's what he says. He said, Jesus was a great man, all right? But I don't want him starting at tackle. Okay, but here's Tom Selleck. There's his sweet-ass mustache. We're not even less than two minutes into the movie, and ABC, they knew what we wanted. We wanted Tom Selleck's mustache. Let's give it... We Let's wanted get... him hitting on the first uh, stewardess he could find. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because in two years, he's going to be Thomas Magnum, bitch. <laughs> Party's in my suite. Royal Sinesta Hotel, 7 o'clock. Hey, remember when the Royal Sinesta Hotel was a thing? Yes, I do. Nowadays, I think it was bought out by a larger hotel, which was bought out by another larger hotel. and I'm going to yeah. have to take a look at that. Yeah, well, while you're doing that, Dick Buck is talking game strategy with one of the players, and there's Michael Pataki. He's just looking on like, I see what you're doing. There's something sinister afoot. But okay, here's Mr. Shelley. He's getting off the plane. And there's the knife most deafable woman in the world. And apparently she's asking for 12 seats on the 50-yard line. Huh. 12 seats, huh? 12 seats. Simple as that, I guess. Chico, you found anything about that hotel? Yes. And apparently it was not bought out. It was, it bought out a bunch of other hotels, like the Red Lion, the Knights Inn, America's Best Value, and Canada's Best Value. But the largest hotels are in Los Angeles, Houston, Chicago, and New Orleans. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. What's Michael Pataki pulling out of here? Oh, a briefcase. This can't be good. No. Oh, yeah. Just what I want to do after I get off a plane in New Orleans. I want to eat at the closest pure restaurant. Well, we got a Nevercore porked. Oh, who? Oh, it's Donna Mills. It's Donna Mills, everybody. She's trying to break her car. Oh, why would she be trying to do that? So she can get one of the jerseys to fix it. Oh. 
Oh. This movie looks really dated, just saying. Oh, yeah. Definitely does look dated. Her rent-a-car through a rod. Yeah, Donna Mills rent-a-car through a rod. She should have been in New Orleans an hour ago. Oh, David Jansen just office. Oh, sit down and have some catfish. Yeah, she is a wily lady. <laughs> she seems to know a lot about his car for somebody who she just met. Yeah, isn't that weird? Oh, she's doing a story behind the scenes of the big game, but her paper doesn't have enough clout to get her a press pass. Oh. Yeah, and if you believe that, let's just say I have two tickets to a big-name game in Tulane Stadium to sell you. Because nobody plays at Tulane Stadium anymore except for the Tulane Green Wave. Hey, look, we got this big, like, steamboat. Yeah, steamboat. The Mississippi Queen, they call it. Mississippi Queen? She taught me everything. This has got to be B-roll. Oh, it definitely is B-roll. Because they switch really quickly to the inside of the boat. Which may or may not be projected onto a big screen behind it. Macaulay's the hottest name in sports. He's another O.J. Simpson or Namath. So, hold on a second. That means he's either going to be a murderer, or, I'm sorry, an alleged murderer, or he's going to be sexually harassing Susie Culver on the sidelines in 25 years. Oh, boy. So, these agents are going to go after Macaulay. At least, I hope they're agents. I think they work for, like, for an advertising agency or something like that. I don't need somebody to go after Macaulay. I need somebody to get him. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe that is Robin Matson, who we did not discuss yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, go Google Robin Matson, because I believe she plays the uh, daughter for Van Johnson's character. So go ahead, Chico. Go over her IMDb real quick. Yeah, Robin Matson, known for playing roles in Flipper, Gentle Ben, Daniel Boone but mostly a uh, regular on General Hospital from 1980 to 1983. Okay, so she was on your mama's stories. But this was like peak General Hospital 8083, because that's like Luke and Laura, baby. And if you've never listened to that on the bus episode about Luke and Laura, you got to listen to it, because holy crap, all those plot lines in that period, insane. Just insane. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, more B-roll of the steamboat. By the way, she was on one episode of To Tell the Truth and the New Hollywood Squares. Cool. And a week's worth of episodes of Family Feud. Alright. But yeah, the hotel, they're welcoming the cougars, everybody. Yay! Ooh, the cougars! We Ooh. love the cougars from Insert State Here! And of course, this would be the Royal Sinesta, as yeah. is, you know, yeah. mentioned on the bright red blazer. Yeah. But Ken Howard, he's looking for his wife. His wife's not there. Oh, no. Oh, meanwhile, 
Oh, she's got something in the back there. Oh, yeah, Don Mills got something in the back. Talking about luggage. Yeah. Have a good time at the game. So they're just going to drop her off at the French Quarter like that? Yeah, something like that. Just going to drop her off in the middle of the French Quarter. In front of the Royal Sinesta? In front of the Royal Sinesta, yes. Are there any messages for Laney Wiley? Well, as a matter of fact, there are. Oh. Hey, I'm Pete Brooks. Here's a flower, babe. What's your name? You've been selected as social director for the Cougars. What? This is how it works? You just randomly get a job from, like, someone you just beat? Well, it's 1978, so. But, oh, look, it's Clifton Davis driving this sweet car. What a Rolls Royce, baby. A Rolls Royce. Oh, well, of course it's not. It looks like a Rolls Royce. Obviously, they're not going to put a Rolls Royce on this show. Oh, yeah. because It just probably... looks like one. Yeah, because ABC only has so much money they can spend. I'm P.K. Jackson, and this is my lady. That's P.K. Jackson. That's the best wide receiver the Cougars ever had. He was an all-pro four years straight. Don't look like he's doing too bad now, either. Oh, look, he's got the presidential suite of this hotel. Ritzy. Oh, my goodness. This is an awesome. Hold on a second. Time out. Is it just me or is the guy next to him look like Bill Bohr? It ain't just you. Good. Now I see it. So he's about to wreck the presidential suite with his friend. With his friend. But he says he's rented Brennan's for the evening. So he's not going to wreck the presidential suite. He's going to wreck Brennan's. Cool. Meanwhile, his old lady's just in the background looking. And she is not looking anymore. See, so that sweet love for later. We got work to do. It's all on the line. We came down here to do a job. If we don't get it done, we're dead. Hey, look, there's more New Orleans B-roll of the night sky. And there's that suitcase again. It, yeah. Oh, it only has clothes. And a gun. And a gun. A gun. A gun! Oh, no. What the hell is Michael Pataki planning? And he's spying on this party that the Cougars are having. And he has his eyes on Donna Mills. Like, I'm watching you, Donna Mills. Pervert. Now he's spying on Tom Selleck and that lady. Ooh. 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 He's getting the first class treatment, it looks like. Oh, yeah. And we go to commercial break. But we don't have commercial breaks. We're just back here. We got this shot at the Superdome. Four days to the Super Bowl. That is an impressive interior. Oh, yeah. I wonder if they actually shot this in the Superdome. I don't know. I want to discuss this with Mike alone. Oh, what are they going to discuss, Chico? I don't know. But I bet you somebody's going to wind up dead because of this. Oh, no, she's selling the team. Uh Uh-oh. 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 
Doug Collins has an offer from Atlanta, and she's going to take it. By the way, that is Faye Pinelli, played by Jane Wyatt. Yes, as I mentioned earlier. He won the team in a poker game. Only in New Orleans. Only in New Orleans. Won't be missing Victor anymore. Rules state that in the minority stockholders have first refusal of my shares. It's my heart, Mike. It always did give me trouble, one way or the other. Victor had one dream to bring this team to a championship game. So all she wants David yeah. Jansen to do is give him glory one more time. Yeah, just one more chance. This is the big game. Yeah, just win it. Okay, we got these shots inside the super. And by the way, should I mention, is it just me or do the Cougars uniforms look like an if they made it version of the Green Bay Packers and Minnesota Vikings uniforms? I was getting a Los Angeles Lakers vibe myself. Well, I'm just saying because you got the uh, yellow Packers helmet and you got the Viking style uniforms right there. You do. Oh, by the way, McCauley wants to go in the Whirlpool. That's important for later. That's totally setting up something later. Meanwhile, Dave Wolecki is hobbling around on that bum knee of his, hoping his wife is going to be here. Because as we all know, his wife is just not returning his calls or whatever. He's asking M.M. Walsh, hey, what do you got? I just need like something. Do you have any pills? Maybe you ought to get a cortisone shot or something. Okay. Right now, he'll take pretty much anything. He'll take pretty much anything to play in this one game. Meanwhile, oh man, me not like him look. Him look shifty. You look shifty. What's he trying to pull here? Oh, he's going to, I think he's going to tap the phone. Ah. Yeah, because this is, I think, the days when they still had, like, um, the operators. operators. And, yeah. Operators and stuff. My name is Ken McGuire. A friend of mine gave me your number. I just thought maybe we could, you know, have dinner or take you out to. Well, not that important. Oh, well, not that. Uh, I don't want to know that. And Okay, so PK's got a man on the inside. What is your angle, Clifton Davis? What is your deal, Clifton Davis? What is your damage, Clifton Davis? Well, who was that? Oh, some guy from New York. It's always some guy from New York, isn't it? Yeah. They wanted me to look. They got 10 million riding on the Rangers, who's the opponent in the Super Bowl. So we have the Rangers versus the Cougars. Yes. So I presume the Rangers are not from either Texas or New York. Safe to say it's not either one of those Rangers. Oh, that's how I pay for you. What? What? So she's not his. I mean, she's his. Concubine? Something like that. Four days till Super Bowl in New Orleans is like a time bomb about to go off. As the countdown to kick off Neil's, this town will swell to its limits. Its famous southern charm buried under acres of rabid fans. 
close to half a million people will descend on this lovely Delta City, pouring in from all over the world. Walls of people will spill out of terminals and crowd into streets. Uncountable millions of dollars will be spent, wagered, and wasted. This is life in the fast lane. Throw out your clocks. Forget about routine. The game may be four days off, but the party has started. Some fans may have come to watch a game, but most of these people have come to play a game of their own. The rush has just started, but from here on, watch out. Super Week will become a carnival. A frenzied festival which will make Mardi Gras look like a high school homecoming. Uh, oh, it's that guy. Okay. Yeah, it's, Tra- it's Charlie Jones. There Making you an go. appearance on camera. There you go. Okay, the spread. Cougars by four and a half. And this guy, he doesn't understand how the point spread works. Oh, boy. All right, give me $200 on the Cougars by four. He's taking the Cougars and the points for 200 Yeah. This is where all the action's going in this one little bar here in New Orleans. Nothing means more than money. Nothing means more than money. Put 50 bucks on the Cougars, Dodo D on the gumbo, and you'll come out of New Orleans a winner. He knows something. Something's going on here. It's like two pavilion tickets. Tickets, I don't even have a room. I've been sleeping in the bar for the last three nights. Oh, here's Dave's wife, just all alone in the hotel room, smoking a cigarette. She looks like she came out of the 70s. Oh, yeah. You're not going to believe this, but she's pissed at her husband. Knee's fine. Don't worry about the knee. They've been giving me some treatment for it. I'm guessing she doesn't care about the Super Bowl. No, what would give you that idea? Oh, she's been smoking. She went to see a doctor, so she's not pregnant. Oh, that's good. Oh, it's a psychologist. That oh, okay. A psychologist. Who asks a doctor if they're attractive? I don't know. It was the late 70s. Yeah, free love era. Speaking of which, when is she going to get some free love? Hmm? Yeah, she wants action. She's like very angry at Ken Howard. Like, all you care about is football. That's all you care about. This sounds familiar. Oh, yeah, this sounds familiar, all right. You know where I'm going with this, right? I know where you're going with this. (laughs) You shoot yourself full of drugs so you can keep playing the game, and I go and pay some stranger money to tell me that I'm attractive. Oh. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Good night. Oh, he loves her. Then why are we losing each other? Oh. I'm trying to chase the championship. Yeah. It should be all like roses. Like, oh, he's in the Super Bowl, but no, his marriage is going to crap. Oh, awkward. The entire team's now in the room. Uh, yeah. We're all going down to Bourbon Street. I told him I'd show some of the good spots. Want to come with? What would make her think that she'd want to go this? Why? 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 
Why? Why would she be remotely interested in this? This is why your wife left you for Burt Conby. You are one hard lady to get rid of. Oh, yeah. Donna Mills, she's back to torture David Jansen here. And oh, oh not who, this guy again. Not Michael Pataki. He's like spying on everybody. Isn't he supposed to be the guy in charge of security? That's right. He is supposed to be in charge of security for the league. Well, we don't know that yet. But that's what his role is, basically. We find that out later. She's going to read his poem. She knows all. She sees all. She's totally BSing you. Yes. When has palm reading ever been, like, legitimate? Never. When it's done by an actual palmist instead of an opportunist. He talks too much, he thinks too much, and he doesn't know how to enjoy what's right in front of him. Well, what do you think he should do? Well, based on that response, you know what the answer is. Wizards ought to pee off the wizards on a break. If it feels good, baby, do it. You know the words. Why don't you let me show you the ways? Remember, this is prime time on network television, so oh. nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, this is the Sunday night movie, so kids, don't worry. They're not gonna go that far. Here, keep the change. Speaking of which... Oh, yeah, Tom Selke's just gotten done with a night of lovemaking. But, oh, wait, Michael Pataki is watching... So, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Does this mean that Michael Pataki is a cuck? Oh, oh God. Maybe? Oh, God, Greg. He totally Maybe. is! Look, look at him! Mike, is he totally a cuck? That's Will Forte. Michael Pataki plays Will Forte in Superdome, the movie. <laughs> okay, Tom Selleck, his lover, getting out of the, uh, the hotel room. This can't end well. This is not going to end well. Security! Oh no, here comes the rest of the team. Uh, uh, and the guy's uh, wife. Yeah, gotta go out. Oh, back to my room. Gotta go into the stairwell. Some nothing will happen in this stairwell. I guarantee you nothing's gonna happen in this stairwell. Oh gosh. Now it's... she's gonna go into the stairwell. Where's the rest of the team gonna go though? I don't know. And Michael Tatecki's like, oh god, why? What well, and then oh look. Wait. Oh, <gasps> oh! I've been shot! Oh, he's dead. He fell down the stairs and now he's dead. Oh. All right, so we have a murder. You got a witness. She didn't get a good look at the killer and didn't get a good look at the face. So when she saw the gun, she ran. And then she saw. Eh, that's all right. Take the lady back to her hotel. He's trying to keep this on the down low. Yeah, they the league, they want to keep this on the down low. So their security guy, like, they don't want anyone to know, like, 
the security guy, like, so... He's trying to defend what passes for the shield in this movie. Yeah, but we don't call it the shield in this movie because they never say what the league is, even though it is presumed it's the NFL. And they can get away with saying Super Bowl because this is the time where the NFL's like, yeah, we're not going to go after everybody who says Super Bowl. Three days to Super Bowl. There's the Cougars are out partying and everything. So Mr. Green says to his daughter, ah, I'm not going to be working for that agency anymore. Mr. Beldridge doesn't want me with that company. So over a million in bookings, your family lose a few and well, you know the rest. Uh-huh. But her daughter's like, you're one of the best account salesmen in this business. Yeah, but well, that was last year. And yeah, last year that doesn't. Beldridge told me to get Macaulay's account or else. Well, can't you talk to Macaulay? No, I can't get anywhere near him. There's a party at Brennan's on Friday night, though. And he's supposed to be there. And I tried to get an invitation, but eh, whatever. Yeah, I'm in such a piss poor mood. I'll figure something out. Don't worry. He's not going to figure anything out, is he? No, probably not. But she's staring out into the pool. It looks like such a fun pool party. That looks like a very entertaining pool party. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Someone's got a gun out. And something else. All right. So, uh, Gail Green, she's going to go out to this pool party. I'll join in on this pool party. Hey, Gorgeous, let me help you with that. And I hear there's a party Friday night. Maybe you can get me inside. Yeah. Try to get try to get her dad inside. Yeah. Okay, here we are back with Clifton Davis. And his uh old woman. Yeah. And he just heard some news. He was working undercover for league security. That drunk guy. You think they're onto something? Maybe. Remember. He still has his man on the inside. Yes. Nancy will like you to the courtesy phone. Yeah, this is how they used to do it back in the day before cell phones. And he can't make it. He can't make it. Ken Howard can't make it there because Coach has some new plays. Yeah, Coach has some new plays. New plays. That's what Nancy's like, uh, yeah. I, I know just gave is... up my life. Come yeah, on. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We'll be together after the game. It'll be good, Nance. Sure. Click. There's going to be a fashion show for the players' wives in 30 minutes in the East Room. Hey, is she going to be in that fashion show? Then the parallels will be absolutely gigantic. And we're back with uh, Lady Wiley or Wiley Lady or <laughs> my sad man. Is that why I am a sad man? Look, I've been on the run for three years trying to chase a one-armed man. What else do you want from me? Put aside your middle-class morality and pay attention to me. God, you two just get a room already? Repeat after me. If it feels good, oh yeah, I know. Do it. 
can't just go through life following the signs. No trespassing, keep off the grass. Look, we're trespassing. We're on the grass. We're drinking wine on the grass where we're not supposed to be at. Just feel, touch. No right, no wrong. If it feels Ooh. good, do it. And, and, and they're going to do it. Now they're, they're going to do it. They're going to do it right here. And do it. And do it. But they're not going to show it because this is Sunday night on ABC in 1978. Correction, this is the Monday night movie on ABC. Not the Sunday night movie. Just thought I'd point it out. But they are going to show what goes down on Bourbon Street on Sunday night. Technically Thursday night. Oh yeah, because it's three days till the Super Bowl. And this all looks like a rockin' good time. And it looks like they are still... Going at it. Ooh, Snake Charmer. And uh-oh. 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 Does this look like the stewardess who witnessed the first murder? I believe so. She's gonna die. Yes. Yeah, she dead. Yep. Pillow smothered dead. Mothered by a pillow. And took the rest of her clothes, you pervert. Ew. You guys sound like you've never seen like forensic files or anything like that, where any criminal gets a trophy from their crime. That's what that is. It's a trophy. It's a trophy. Yeah. Well, so far, this is more real than any episode of CSI I've ever seen. Yeah. So now we're two days to the Super Bowl, and up oh, there's another murder. I didn't kill her! Really? Two days before the Super Bowl, another murder. And both of those people are connected to the team. Huh. Hey, can I get some reds and greens? Some bennies, some uppers? Maybe some pez if you got some? I'll give you two for today and two for tonight, alright? Hello? Look, I'm not going to be able to do it. I gotta find some other way to pay you back. Emmett Walsh is like, yeah, I'll, I'll be there. Sure. Is he the man on the inside? I don't know. Oh, Nancy's calling. Is Dave there? Where'd he go? Probably to practice some more. Yeah, probably to practice because all he cares about is the big game. That's all he cares about. And Nancy, she just wants a taxi. Where are we going? I don't know. It's New Orleans. You can do anything in New Orleans. True. She just wants to ride around. Find a nice place for a drink. How about the St. Charles Inn? Garden okay. District. Okay. That works. And now, oh, man, that stewardess, her death, that's all in the news. It's like the biggest story in New Orleans right now. And meanwhile, here's Nancy getting a drink. Ramos Gin Fizz is all on her own. Yeah. Meanwhile, PK's worried about 5000 Yeah. Those gamblers, they want all that money. PK Jackson, the dude who can move, kind of really dug where he was at. Mr. Elegance. And remember, this is a guy who used to be on the team. Yes. He's not even playing on the team anymore. He used to be on the team. 
He's playing a game of his own, that's for sure. You know something, Sonny? The worst part of it is they own me. Is this a Bobby Benigna sort of situation? Okay, I'm just going to say it right now. Deferred money happens with every team. Every time this podcast makes a Bobby Benigna joke, I have to make a disclaimer. Every team has a deferred money deal with somebody. Somebody has a deferred money deal with Clifton Davis, obviously. Yes. Let's not pretend deferred money started with the Mets and Bobby Bonilla in 1999. Which, by the way, if it wasn't for that deal, the Mets would have won pennants in 2015 because they used that money to get Mike Hampton, which in turn led to David Wright when he signed with the Rockies. Just saying. I'm just going to leave him a little sick and messed up. But they got me turning on his, all my friends. I ho- I, he hopes nothing goes wrong. He, he thinks nothing's going to go wrong. Nothing's going to go wrong. No. You know what it's not going to go wrong for, I bet? Emmett Walsh. This can't be good. He's walking on the street by himself. He's walking into a, an alleyway by himself. By himself in New Orleans. Nothing ever uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. And he's dead. Don't even see a pool of blood. What? Oh, oh, hold up. Hold up, 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 hold up. Yeah. Who the hell is that? <laughs> oh, you know who that is, Chico. It's Donna Mills. She's in on it. She's in on all of it. She's in on all of it. What a shocker. I did not see this coming. 36 hours until the Super Bowl. Yeah, we're near 36 hours to the Super Bowl. So this would be Saturday at about 6 a.m. Something like that. Eastern time. Yes. But before we get to that, though, we got to listen to these 1978 to 1979 appropriate commercial messages. Yes. But stay tuned. Because kickoff is coming. It's coming. Superdome, starring David Jansen, Jane Wyatt, Donna Mills, Clifton Davis, Van Johnson, and Edie Adams, continues in a moment. This is ABC. Your favorite comedy team moves to Monday. Laverne and Shirley hit the sidewalks of New York for a one-hour special of fun, games, and surprises. Sorry, uh, him. Fastest gun, an expert samurai, the master gunfighter. And welcome the 80s on New Year's Rockin' Eve with the village people, Blondie, Sheep, the Oak Ridge Mountain Boys, and Barry Manilow. Friday, get ready for a hot new breed of cops. They ain't like ordinary cops! O.C., Nick, and Sam, you'll never believe they're the good guys. Because they're such bad cats. Live hard, eat right. It's the law of the West. And one of our favorite foods is Orida frozen shredded hash browns. They're made from the heart of meaty Orida potatoes. And they dress up an everyday meal into something extra special. 
How do they taste? All right. When it says or Ida, it's all right. All what? All right. Me, Joyce Dewitt, wear panty and pantyhose in one. None of them left their undylegs. The one with the stay put panty. Undylegs. For the gal who never stays put. They all get rid of ugly panty lines, but this one won't slip or slide around. Undylegs for the gal who never stays put. Undylegs panty and pantyhose in one. Nothing beats a great pair of legs. Tuesday, Jonathan and Jennifer get busted south of the border trying to help a friend on Heart to Heart. We return now to David Jansen in Superdome. Welcome back. Okay, now let's get to what's going on. Thirty-six hours of Super Bowl. The Madison City. It's at a fever pitch. There's booze is ever- flowing like water. There's not an empty room. Fans are roaming the streets. Bourbon Street is a river of people. This is a town known for a good time, but they've never seen anything like this. No, they haven't. Meanwhile, <laughs> I don't know if they're about to or they just finished, and this is a nightcap. But oh yeah, Donna Mills and David Jansen—they did it. Answer the phone, God. Hold my drink. Yeah. What is Edie Adams telling David Jansen? No, he'll be uh, there as soon as he can. He's got an emergency. Killed our trader with a thirty-two. Do the police have any leads? Nope. No motives. No leads. Yeah, they'll catch him. They'll catch him. Because <laughs> they're not going to expect it was a woman. And Nancy is back at the hotel after doing some day drinking. Day drinking. Why don't we do a little day drinking? And Dave, he's been at the hotel from four to midnight. He's been in the same room for eight hours. And she's like, I haven't been to a bar for four to midnight. I met a man. He bought me drinks. I went to a hotel room. What do you think we did? Talk football. We went to bed together. We made love. That's right. I have him. I had Uh, sex. And And yeah, they slap each other. But after it was over, she felt like she was all alone. Oh, well. It's like, what is our marriage coming to? They're growing apart, and it looks like she's about to move on with her life. You can take everything they dish out to you, everything but the truth. And maybe that's what it takes to be champions of the world. But I really wish you a lot of luck at the Super Bowl. And then look at it. Look at that lamp that Ken Howard What did that lamp ever do to you? What did that lamp ever do to you, White Shadow? Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, Donna Mills, she's planning some nefarious Oh, she's trying to stash the evidence. Yeah, she's trying to hide the evidence. More drinking. More drinking with the team. He's out ruining the town. Don't worry about him. He's the best line man we got. He's been keeping everybody off Macaulay all year. Well, just give me a minute or two. Okay. She's about to kill somebody. Well, not just kill somebody. She's going to plant some evidence. 
Look at that. She's pl- she's got the thing and that's uh oh my god. Oh wow. She's gonna put in that dresser. I haven't slept in a bed in six nights. Oh yeah, the bookies are taking all this action. What's the line now? Down half a point. People now think the Rangers are gonna win. Give me another hundred bucks on the Cougars. Sure, why not? Horse drawn carriage, anyone? Oh, PK's back with the team, although he's not playing. Remember, he was kicked off. And he's got the stuff. Just don't mix it with booze. So I'm guessing he's talking about quaaludes or something. Something like that. Your secretary again. Oh, yeah, EDN's got some news. Scott Henderson has been arrested for murder for the stewardess. The league's not going to like this. Big Buckus is like, I don't have a roommate. Okay, someone must have planted it there. It's like, Mike, you believe me, don't you? What am I going to do? I'll think of something. Yeah, David Jansen is like, I'm going to think of something. Oh, yeah, and here's the best part. Worst comes to worst. I'll trade you to Tampa, and they'll never hear from you again. (laughs) Because now I got to explain this. Yeah, yes, 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 you do. Because if I'm not mistaken, Tampa would have just been an expansion team by now. And not only that, but they were the worst team in the NFL. I think it was something like they didn't win their first game until like week 13 of their second season. That's terrible. That is terrible. But the famous quote, I think, is uh, I think it was John McKay, their head coach, was. Do you support the execution of your team? And he said famously, I'm all for it. <laughs> but the funny thing is the next year in 1979 or 80, they would actually go the Buccaneers to the NFC championship game, which I think was like one of the biggest, like remarkable turnarounds in the history of the NFL. As their two 1977 victories have been in the last two games of the season, they entered the 1978 season with the longest active winning streak in the NFC Central. Oh, the Buccaneers, yeah. Yeah. Well, all right, let's get back to the movie. This is supposed to be a party. Yeah, a party. Don't mix the stuff with your drink. Oh, hi, Tom Selleck. Yeah, Gail's trying to get that... Uh marketing deal for her daddy. Why don't you give her a couple minutes more so she looks like a nice lady. Oh, she's got the stuff. She's got the stuff. So this is all PK's party. Yeah, this is PK's big party for the team. That explains it. Yeah. A message from New York. Uh-oh. 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 Hey, that, that stuff will kill you. Here, try this. Oh, no. I, said, I take care of business. Are you trying to tell me that you killed those three people? That's right. I don't believe it. Why not? Because I'm a woman? Come a long way, baby. In a lot of ways. You're kind of old-fashioned, PK, but I like you. So you better make sure you take care of Macaulay. Have a lovely party. And, oh, no. She drank the drink that was meant for Macaulay. Oh, yes. And as a result... Yeah, by accident. Now she's all woozy and stuff. 
she wishes she was woozy. Hey, uh, this is not going to end well. No, it's not going to end well, Chico. Hello? Well, let's talk about the contract. No more booze for the night. Oh, oh, no. I shouldn't be watching this. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I know exactly what's about to happen. I should not be watching this. No. Well, All right, the, just... the good news is she's not going to die. Good. The bad news is, okay, she is going to die. Kind of, sort of. No. She's not going to die. Yeah, she's just knocked out from the uh, from the, uh, from drugs. the stuff. From the stuff, yeah. Yeah. So here we are, 24 hours till kickoff, and she's brought into the hospital. Yes. And Mr. Greedy wants to see his daughter in the uh, hospital. And I guess they're going to talk turkey in the ER. And he's like, what did you do to her? What did you do to my daughter, Tom Selleck? Nothing. And apparently, uh, I don't know if he's about to have a stroke or something. Or yeah. having a psychotic episode or something. Well, you know, his daughter's admitted to the ER. How would you react? I'd want to kill somebody. That's what I want to do. Jason PK blew it. I know it's at stake. I know there are only 24 hours to the game. I'm going to have to take care of Macaulay my own way. Oh, Nancy, she's going to be boarding a plane. Oh, she, call... she doesn't want to be anywhere near this now. But, oh, God, this is turning into a rom-com now. Yeah, now Dave's like, I'm scared. I don't know what I'm going to be doing. What are you scared of? Is it the game? No, he's dreamt about the game his whole life. He can make a million bucks, but he's scared about what happens when the game's over. There's no more season for him after this. So it's like, what was this all for? It wasn't a kid's game. What happens tomorrow if I'm not number 25 for the Cougars? Who am I? Oh, Dave. Oh, Dave. Hold me. You are Dave Walecki. A man. A man. He is you a are man. You my husband. Oh, that's I don't great. care what you do for a living. You will always be my hero. Oh, this is so sweet. Oh, hold me. Now let go before this gets weird. Take me home. Yeah, you don't need this. One of my ball players is in jail. There's a killer running around New Orleans. And Scott Anderson, he's not guilty, but... Tomorrow we got 75,000 people in the Dome. A psycho's on the loose. Come on, you're the president of the league. You got the best security force in the country. You can't do anything about this. Bribes, fixes, mad bombers. It always turns out to be Fubsteer. Tony, well, got a little carried away. Put some wiretaps without checking without a federal officer. Tips on a number of people. So where are the tapes? Those tapes are unauthorized. It's not illegal to listen. It might prevent another killing. So they got to go to headquarters. Yeah. And coincidentally, it's downstairs. They're listening to like all the security tapes that Michael Pataki recorded. Well, you know what he had for lunch. Oh, there's 10 million writing in this game, PK. 10 million. He's got a man on the inside. So David Jance is like, can I call Miss? Uh... Miss Wiley? Yeah, she's gone. Oh, no. 
and the door's open. Oh, hey, Mike. Security bugged your phone. Want to tell me why? Remember the team. One of the guys is a friend of mine. Tell me why. What can I say? What can you say? I'm sorry, sorry. man. He's not running anymore. What does Lady have to do with this? Uh, she's running for the guys in New York, and she killed those people. Where is she now? She gave me a call after the party. She's a little sore because I messed things up. She's got to fix it herself. She's got to see that the cougars lose. Oh, look. She's dressed as a tool man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> got some against females. The Cougars! The it Cougars! Says, no says city, right. no state, no region, just the Cougars. Could you imagine if <laughs> during the Super Bowl this year, if it had on the locker room, and I'm covering my ass for either case here, if it said the Eagles, if it said the 49ers, could you imagine how stupid that would look? That would look absolutely bonkers. I mean, imagine you look at the other side and it goes the Chiefs. You look at the other side and it goes the Bengals. Yeah, very embarrassing. Quite embarrassing. Hey, I remember you were talking about the Whirlpool, Greg. That's right, because uh, Tom Selleck was talking about the Whirlpool. Well, guess what? Here it is. Danger. High voltage. Oh, no. I know what's going to happen. She's going to rig the whirlpool so when Tom Selleck goes into the whirlpool, he's going to get electrocuted. He's in for quite a shock. Oh, no. Don't turn that water on, boy. No. Right, okay. Time to board the bus. Time to go to the Superdome. Yeah, we're four, four hours, hours to kick off. Four hours to kick off, and everyone at the hotel's like, yeah, cougars. But on Mr. Green, she tends to his daughter. How does she feel? Oh, not too good. Gail, why'd you go to the party? He wanted the contract and thought to talk to Macaulay. Eh, she's sorry. Oh. Oh. And look at this crowd. Everyone's like, yeah, cougars. We love the cougars. From... Insert city here. The Rangers can suck it. Well, now we're inside the Superdome. Look at this crowd right All here. All the way with Jim McCauley. This is a sellout crowd. Except not really, because there are some empty seats, obviously. There are some obviously empty seats. This was obviously for the days of CGI, where you could like insert everybody in. Like with video game graphics and such. But hey, it's the Rangers cheerleaders. They're America's sweethearts, you know. Yes. And now we're going to rip off the plot of Two Minute Warning. Down the middle, she's going to go in the elevator. There she is! Run! Run! She's going up. Hey, McCall, are you going to use the whirlpool? Yeah, maybe later. Now we got an epic chase here. We're near the end of this movie. So it's like, uh, we got these nice He's interiors. chasing him in a car. Oh yeah, Dave is running. She's running, and David Jansen's chasing her in a golf cart. Seal off all the exits. Seal off all the exits inside the Superdome. This is an epic chase right here. 
I love that these cheerleaders right here are doing jump rope. All right, lady. I believe you. You're a very convincing lady. You've killed three people. Now you're going to have to kill me. Why did you come here? She just attempted murder some guy. Yeah, some random guy. Okay, now we're getting up on the catwalks here at the Superdome. She's not going to jump, is she? Don't jump! No, don't do that, Donna Mills. Don't jump. Those lights are indeed bright. Oh yeah, the Superdome lights are very bright. Well, speaking of the lights on the Superdome, at least we can know for sure the lights on the Superdome are never going to go out. Not going to happen. Not going to happen during the big game. That would never happen. Meanwhile, she's propping the door closed. It's like, what in the world is she trying to pull here? Oh, 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 oh. 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 That, that's dangerous, man. You shouldn't. Oh, be. that's man. Your man, your age shouldn't be doing this. I don't care yeah. if you did escape the one-armed man. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing this, David Jansen. Okay, thankfully he survived. He got back up. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. He can climb the trellises now. Don't do it. It's not worth it. No, seriously. Whatever you're trying to... Oh. 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 She's, she's got... Get... Oh, man. She's got the vertigo, man. She's got the vertigo. On that Superdome catwalk. It's over. Yeah. Help me get down from here, please. Tell me why you came to the dome, lady. Tell me why you came to the dome. I rigged the whirlpool to get Macaulay. Help me. Give me your hand. Right there. Give me the other one. Here. You take it from here. I'm getting too old for this stuff. See if you get the locker room on the radio. They're trying to electrocute Macaulay. Nice BVDs, Tom. Jim, help me with his pads. Okay. What's this? A Christian be helped by a heathen? Oh, it'd be good for some extra points. Okay, meanwhile, we got to chase. David Jansen's got to get to the locker room in time before Tom Sully gets into the whirlpool. It's like... Tom, get away from the whirlpool! Oh! Don't, don't, what the what? What? Oh. That would have been a disaster. Yeah, he never would have made it to Hawaii after that. Now will you please rise for the national anthem? But before we do, yeah, guys, like to Mr. Green, I'm sorry about Gail. Thank God she's all right. I got some people that you need to meet. Because agent says, you're ready to go. Give him the word. This man is the B-E-S-T best. I bet you didn't think I could. I knew you had a, I knew I had to light a little fire under you. Press all the right buttons, get you to sweat a little bit, run scared. But damn it, I knew you'd come through. Just like I knew you would. You creep. Huh? My dirt nearly killed herself to get that stupid account. 
Okay, yeah, but, you're upset, but everything worked out, right? All you have to do is call Macaulay and Bing. You got a bonus coming. No, I got my bonus. My daughter. She's worth a hundred of you. And you know something, George? So am I. Have fun. I hear it's going to be a hell of a game. Bravo, Mr. Green. That was good job. Good job. Good job. Hey, Mike, I got some good news. Scott Henderson's been released from jail. He's going to be suited up for the game. Police made a deal with PK. He's going to turn in state's evidence. Oh, that's great. Sorry about um, your girl, Mike. Oh, yeah. He's sorry, too. Decide the team over to the new owners this morning. I'm going to be president. I'd like you to stay around and stay on as general manager. He worked for the Benelli's for 15 years, but he doesn't think he can make the switch. So, Mike, he's just going to go home to, to do, do what? what? Yeah, he's going to fish a little. He's going to figure out what to do with the rest of his life. I know, like, I know what you're going to be doing. You're going to be running the Cougars. Yeah. Mike, I need you. These new owners, they're corporation lawyers. What do they know about football, huh? Show them an all-pro quarterback and what they see as a capital asset depreciable over the next 10 years. Do you want your football team to be run by a brewery conglomerate? I don't know. It works for the Colorado Rockies. I'm supposed to be a human computer dreaming up dollar signs. In 10 minutes, this football game is going to start. I'm going to be just like every 10-year-old little kid hoping his team wins. Yeah, so let's go see a ball game. And they're announcing everybody on the Cougars, and they're like, yeah! This was back when they announced everybody on the teams. Yeah, before the New England football team ruined it. Everyone comes out as a team. My ass. The best part about watching the Super Bowl as a kid was seeing the players get their own intros. Meanwhile, this guy. Oh, yeah, I Dave. Know he's looking for. Yeah, he's looking for his wife. Because after the game, man, he's going to get that action. Heavy action. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not talking about Monday Night Football. There's Doug again. There's Doug and Mike. They're just going to. Walk over to the uh, owner's box. They're just going to sit around. They're going to watch a nice game of football with uh, Gene Wyatt. And now, ladies and gentlemen, would you stand for the national anthem? Okay, I'm standing. I'm also standing. There's nothing like it. The Super Bowl. Three hours from now, the game will be history. But the lives of the players and fans alike will never be quite the same. Well, that's a mouthful, Charlie. Huh. Well, that's the movie. That's the movie. We don't find out if they win the Super Bowl or not, but that's not what matters. All that matters is nobody else died. That's good. Uh, so what did the trades have to say about Superdome when it aired in 1978? I imagine they weren't kind. Probably not. I can't find any actual uh, trade reviews about it. But okay. I have to, uh, but I have to say, if they made this into an episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000, it couldn't have been any good. Oh, yeah, that's right, because it was in the KTMA season of Mystery Science Theater 3000. 
1989, which as MST3K fans refer to as Season Zero. And I should note that in March of 2020, our favorite people at Kino Orber released Superdome on DVD and Blu-ray, and it was remastered in 2K, and there's actually an audio commentary track from the director of this movie, Jerry Jameson, along with film historians Howard S. Berger and Steve Mitchell. So if you want to check that out, you can go over to the Kino Orber website, or you can order it on Amazon, of course. So, yeah, that's Superdome. So, yeah, a star-studded epic movie in 1978. And right before Super Bowl twelve on ABC, this was a thing on TV. Even though the Super Bowl was on CBS. And ABC wouldn't get a Super Bowl for another seven years. Well, you can find more about the 345 episodes previous to this on ItWasAThingOnTV.com, where we got live shows, director's cuts, minisodes, the works. And also, don't forget, we're on YouTube, where you can ring the bell to stay up to date on all future episodes. And of course, you can always go to our socials. We're at It Was A Thing On TV on all platforms, except for Facebook, where those underground New York gamblers, they took It Was A Thing On TV from us on Facebook. So we had to take It Was A Thing On TV podcast. Yeah. And also remember on all podcast outlets, remember to rate and review and give us five stars. But next week, hey, we're going to take another visit to the Superdome because we're going to see an epic Super Bowl from 10 years ago that we're going to revisit. And we had the battle of the two Hallball brothers in New Orleans in 2013, but also we had some shenanigans. Did Donna Mills return to the Superdome to enact her revenge? Maybe, who knows? We did refer to this earlier this episode, if you're paying attention. That's right. And after that... We're going to start Valentine's Day a little bit early. Yeah. As we learn the art of meeting men. Men? Yes. Oh, this is for the ladies. This is for the ladies. Okay, this isn't for us. This is for the ladies. So, ladies, I'm not going to be here because I'm going on vacation, but hopefully you'll listen and learn a thing or two because... This tape is all for y'all. Yeah. And it's coming up next week, right here on your podcast. It was a thing on TV. Well, hey, ladies. <laughs> You'll learn about how to pick up men. You got three studs right here. You got Chico, you got Greg, you got big old Mike, big daddy over here. Oh. You can leave us at any time you want, baby. Nice Bing Crosby Valencia oranges impression. <laughs> Hey, boy, watch your mouth. I'm going to slap you with this bag of Valencia oranges. Hey. Don't leave a bruise. 
But like I said, hey, ladies, you got three single guys right here that you can pick up anytime. You got <laughs> Big Papa Klausy. You got Chico. You got Greg. You like white guys? You like non-white guys? You like guys with two legs? You like a guy with one leg? We got a variety here for you, baby. <laughs> oh, God, why'd you have to see that? I'm, I'm going to end this before it gets super awkward. Yeah. Oh, say, it's already super awkward. Thank you very much for listening. And remember to please be kind to each other. Hey, Greg. Launch a roar sound, big daddy. Wow. Hey, 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 babies. I'm going to roar you out. Rawr. On the next episode of It Was a Thing on TV. A fumble recovery and now a sack for Jones and a loss of six. Good no throw though by Colin Kaepernick. He is going to throw this down the middle to Vernon Davis. Watch, but look at the safety is anticipating.